Hello, and welcome to the rightcome.com podcast, where we help you to make money from your words. Each episode, we'll be sharing tips, tricks, and strategies you can use to make more money from your writing, publishing, and marketing to your fans and audience. Let's get started with your host, Barry J. McDonald. Hi, this is Barry here, and you are very, very welcome to today's episode on rightcom.com. And today I want to talk about the ripple effect. Now, this morning I was taking my two sons over to school, and at that time in the morning, there's a lot of people who are rushing off to work, and again, there's mothers fighting their way through traffic trying to get the kids off. So, you sometimes along our route, there is the odd road that, you know, like a side road that needs to come onto the main road. So, sometimes you see people waiting at junctions, and it always amazes me sometimes how many people actually drive past a car without, uh, without ever actually slowing down and waving them on even though you know everybody isn't going to get to their destination any faster you know it only takes a second just to lift your foot off the pedal give somebody a flash of the lights or wave them on and they can pull out in front of you so this morning that's what I did I slowed down to let one of the cars out in front of me and it's funny when you do something like that when you do something nice for somebody sometimes it does have a ripple on effect and as I watched the car go on ahead in front I noticed that he when he came to the next junction he actually slowed down and waved in the next car and then it probably went on and on and on from there so my little kind of little bit of my good deed for the day or this morning had an effect on the next driver who had an effect on the next driver now I don't know if it went even further than that. Maybe it just stopped at that point. But, you know, sometimes some things you do have a ripple effect and it kind of affects other people around you. It's almost like somebody, you know, somebody throwing a rock into a lake. You have these little ripples that kind of spread out further and further across the lake. And even if the lake is huge, you know, at some stage, some kind of little movement or whatever can be detected probably at the edge of the lake from that rock that you had tossed in. And sometimes, you know, we sometimes don't do things because we are afraid of the ripple effect that we can do. You know, maybe years ago before the internet, you know, whatever you did was probably only limited to your local surroundings or maybe if you got into the local paper or whatever, but there was a kind of a limit on how far your ripple could actually go out. But nowadays, with the internet and with the whole world kind of being at your fingertips, it's very easy for you to do something nowadays that can have a huge effect online. Like a lot of people at the moment are are probably falling foul of that on Instagram or on Twitter where they maybe do some kind of racist tweet or come some kind of sexist tweet or something that they had maybe done years ago that if that kind of limited that kind of small thing they had done then has a huge ripple effect and people all over the world probably you know sometimes do unfortunately lose the the run of themselves and then come straight over and criticize and so sometimes it feels like even though you had done a little tweet in your area sometimes it brings a huge horde of people from all over the world who are coming with their pitchforks looking to get you and Unfortunately, because you see things like that happen, sometimes it does make people uh, want to act small, maybe to do less than they are doing right now because they are afraid that they are going to draw attention from everybody all over the world by what they're doing. Unfortunately, they feel that as soon as they put something out there, the critics are all going to be over it and they are going to be slagging it off. But I remember hearing one time a story in um, Bob Proctor's seminar, I think it was the Born Rich seminar. He had read out a letter from a lady who had 
been to his seminar years and years ago and it had been written by some old uh, relative of hers. He had written a letter out to her. She was doing some kind of stage show and unfortunately when it came to the stage show coming up she looked around for her friends to support her and then on the run up to the show unfortunately she couldn't find her friends. You know people who she thought she could rely on suddenly weren't around, weren't supporting her and weren't showing up at her rehearsals or even to see her in the show because there was probably some jealousy or something going on but she felt very down by that so this gentleman knowing what was going on had wrote her a long letter but he had just mentioned about critics and how not to listen to the critics he had mentioned about this story about this comic strip that was i don't know where it was or who had written it but it was one based on a little town called Dogpatch. now Dogpatch was a town that was doing well it was doing flourishing it was <laughs> pardon me flourishing well um but over time unfortunately some uh, critics would kind of point the finger at people who are doing something new, who were maybe building new buildings, who were maybe taking on new jobs, who were pushing themselves forward and made them stretch themselves. But over time, this kind of group of you know, critics had a little bit of a following and they used to stand on the street corner and they used to point the finger at other people, make fun of them, make a laugh at them. And over time, unfortunately, the people of Dogville kind of held back on the ambitions they had. They didn't stretch themselves. They didn't try and do things that could draw attention to themselves. And over time, as a gentleman said in that comic strip, Dogpatch slowly withered away and all that was left in that town was just a herd of critics. And as I said there earlier, sometimes we are afraid to do something because we are, you know, we are afraid of that ripple effect. But that ripple effect also can have a positive thing. I remember even in when I was writing my children's fiction books earlier on, you know, the first couple of books didn't probably get much momentum. I wasn't reaching that much of an audience. But then as I started writing more books and the, the book series got more popular, I started finding that I would get the odd me email coming back from maybe some mother who said that all of a sudden her child wasn't a big reader, but she said that she couldn't get her child away from my box out of books or I even had a child one day emailing me saying that she'd like to do um, some kind of project at school based on me and my books now from where I am in Ireland you know this was somebody who was over in America or I think it was maybe even further away but I think it was America where I had got that email from but the fact that somebody on the other side of the world was actually doing a school project about me totally blew me away so you know if you are looking to do something right now you know if you are worried about this ripple effect you are going to have I'm here to tell you, just dismiss that negative kind of feeling that you have, that you're drawing attention to yourself, that you are going to draw critics to yourself. You know, I had posted a meme in the uh, the Facebook, uh, the, the Rightcom Facebook page today, and it was basically this critic talking to Satan. You probably are well aware of it. Have you ever seen the one with Jack Black talking to the Satan? That was the, the template that I had used. But in the, the meme, I had said that, you know, a critic had gone to the devil and had said to the devil, you know, I have piggybacked my whole business on on the work of other people and then the devil had said to him you mean you have never taken a risk in your life and the person kind of nod along and then the devil had said well um i bow down to your conning now what i meant by in that meme was that if you do look at most critics most of them don't actually take a risk in their life. You know, it's easy like those those people in Dogville to kind of stand on the street corner and point your finger at somebody else and make a laugh at what they're doing and making a laugh when they fall, you know, when they fall over or making a laugh when their business falls apart or making a laugh when something goes wrong because that is the only kind of entertainment they can get. And you will find critics will go through life but will never actually have a statue or anything built to remember them. They'll never have movies made about them. About 
about them. They'll never have books written about them because they are piggybacking on what other people are doing. They will never, ever take a risk in your life. So I want to give you that some thought today. If you are, you know, looking to stretch yourself, looking to go out further, looking to maybe embarrass yourself publicly on social media or in your blog by maybe posting content that is maybe a little bit personal or whatever, because you are fiery, or fiery, that's a new word. Because you are kind of fearing the maybe the backlash or the ripple effect it's going to cause. I'm here to tell you that forget about the negative kind of ripple that might come back to you. Think about the people you are reaching out to. People's lives who are going to be transformed by what you are doing. You know, people who are going to be entertained by your, your book today. People who are going to maybe, you know, look at life in a different way than you are. Even in this podcast episode here, hopefully maybe this ripple effect might reach out to you. Maybe I might make you think differently about how you see critics maybe i might hopefully maybe see make you see them more as leeches leeches who are piggybacking on your success rather than some great superpower that you need to be wary of or you need to kind of bound down to or you need to kind of curb yourself because you need to appeal them so give that some thought today if you are maybe a little bit cautious in what you're doing i'm here to tell you go ahead and do it you're going to draw criticism to yourself anyway but dismiss the critics so as always, if you'd like to find out more about Rightcom, if you come over to Rightcom, W-R-I-T-E-C-O-M-E dot com, or if you want to drop, drop by the Facebook page, you will see the meme in all its glory on the page today. Or if you'd like to reach out to me, you can send an email to barryjmcdonald at gmail.com. And again, if you like this podcast, if you'd like to share this episode with somebody else, or if you'd like to reach out to me, don't hesitate to, both, to do both of those. So as always, thanks for sharing your time again today. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like more from the rightcom.com podcast, be sure to subscribe now for more tips, tricks, and ideas you can use to make more money from your words. See you in the next episode.